Straw Hut Media. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Tyler Henry's coming on. Uh, his season's about to start, season three mm-hmm. on E. Mm-hmm. And I just adore him. And I saw him saying something about people that, you know, think that he's not legit. Yeah. yeah. And he so is. Yeah. Trust me. I fell off my chair and I was, <laughs> I had like. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. There's a story we got to tell. I had anxiety forever. Before we get to this interview. And uh, it's probably something we're going to do every once in a while, some flashback episodes, because they're fun. There's some fucking great conversations we had. Yeah. With some cool people that we, wanna, we want you know who else I new want? listeners I, to yeah, hear. Yeah, I want the Bella Twins uh, episode to come back on, too, because okay. that was really interesting. Okay. And I think that now she's not with John Cena, and it's kind of interesting to go back and hear, like, there was, I think, feel like there was already cracks. Right. There's also, like, we've gotten a, not, a lot of new listeners, and there's we have so many episodes of this show. I think there's 218 episodes. You've done Fact. 200, almost 220 episodes of this podcast. Oh, it's been a six and a half years. So people rarely go back in time. Right. So whenever it started, however many years ago, people are probably like, oh, they would love to hear X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And that Tyler Henry interview, it was when I first started producing your podcast yes. I think I had been on the show for maybe um two months maybe and I got a text from my boss at the time I was like are you close because I was coming in and I was like yeah I'm walking up right now and she's like okay Brandy's here she's um a little stressed out <laughs> <laughs> and I was like okay yeah. like Brand, did we weren't really like friends friends but maybe this helped endear me to you because I was trying to be helpful uh, I, I get in there and you're like laying on the ground. Yes. You're like, what's wrong? So anxious. I know. Because you had seen Tyler Henry, the, the Hollywood medium. Yes. And he told I'm, you some freaky shit. He told me some real shit that was real. And it was, it was starting to think, I was starting to think that I could not stop thinking about like, okay, are they watching me now? Or like, oh, the what? ghosts. Yes. They're yeah. not ghosts. They're like, they're the wherever they are. Ancestors. You know, and, and friends. And I was just like, I was having... A pan- I, I, I mean, it was a panic attack. It was about, sure. it took me about two weeks to get over it. I think the thing that added to it too was you had left Xanax at home. Yes. And so you're like, do, do we have any alcohol in here? And I was I like, I just needed to uh, calm the fuck down. I think so. So there was like an old bottle of sparkling rose that was like Corbel or something. Yeah, not good. Yeah. But I was like, this is all we have. And you're like, just open it. I and, was trying uh, to come. It, it didn't work. It didn't work. And I and then I threw up. Then you threw up into a garbage can. Yeah, in the in the podcast room. Which and is I gross. awkwardly stood next to you, holding a box <laughs> of tissues, like trying to help. Be like, what can I do? And you were like, why are you just standing there? And I was like, uh, I just. I was freaking. I want to help you. Like, just go away. I yeah. didn't, like, it's not fun to watch to have someone watch you throw up. No, it, and I had not had a panic attack. Like I've now since had a couple of my own, um, mostly pro- after the divorce. And so I didn't 100% know how to empathize. So I was like, I just want to be here supportive. Right. Uh, also, like as a new producer, I wanted you to feel like I I was be able to help you. But no one can uh, help you. Like, right, like, exactly. Relax, breathe. You exactly. can't do that. It's like, like, stop talking. I feel like I have to have Xanax in my purse. It's just like a security blanket in case. Yeah. And then I don't get panic attacks. But yeah. I, d- I ran out. I didn't have it in my purse. Yeah. And that made it even worse. worse. Because you can't drive when you're ha- – like I had to drive mm-hmm. home. I was laying down. I was trying to think of other things. If you can think of something else, right. it helps so much. I couldn't do it. And yeah. then my my everything gets really stiff. Mm-hmm. Like my hands start to like – it's so scary 
It's oh, I don't even like talking about it. Okay, well, without further ado, yes, here's the interview with Taylor Henry. Yay! Flashback interview. Flashback interview that uh, that now you have some great context. Right. (laughs) I'm starting to have a panic attack. Oh, also, uh, to you listening to this now as a bonus, there's still a regular episode coming on Friday. Yes. So this is a little bonus. All about the all about the housewives. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Well, it's just recap. I said some things that I've wanted to say for a long time, but I'm fucking scared because about a certain person. A point like she had her her friends and employees going after my businesses, saying my wine was the worst wine they've ever tasted, and like on Mm -hmm. the e news. By the way, I had that wine. Not the worst one I had ever had. It was was really good. good. It got it got like ninety points. Really? In the wine and food thingy. Okay. Whatever. Um, did I take these already? You did. Okay, because I couldn't remember, and I was yeah. about to take them again. So thank God you're here. You did take those, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Friday, guys. Vanderpump. New episode. I won't be hungover next week. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go get my son, Jake, because he's pretending to be sick again. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. All right. Ciao. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with the Hollywood medium himself, <laughs> Tyler Henry. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so great to see you again. I know. It's, I mean, it's so funny because I'm not nervous this time seeing you because last time yes. you were reading me and I was a wreck. <laughs> and this time I'm interviewing you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I know. It was definitely a different change of scenery last time. I, I cannot <laughs> imagine. So I was talking to my friends after the fact. I cannot imagine the burden that you have. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. you have a hit show on E. Everyone knows who you are. You're famous worldwide at this point. But do you ever sit down with any, a celebrity or anyone different and you just don't get anything? Usually something will come through. I always say I can't dial direct, so I don't really have any control over who comes through. Right. But something substantial always connects in some capacity. I believe that when I meet the people that I do, I think that they're meant to hear whatever comes out of my mouth. And that might be about people who've passed. That might be about a situation that's going on involving living people. I really never know. So, um, but I believe that whatever comes through has a purpose. Okay. And you're always so positive, and I love that. But yeah. I know there are some crazy people out there that might not be positive in the past, in the dead area. Sure. And how do you keep it so positive? Because is there a way that maybe sometimes you're like, oh, shit, I got to say this, but I don't know how to say it? Right. Well, yeah, it's really one of those situations where I view my job as a bit like a mailman. I just deliver the message. I'm not in control of writing the letters. Right. So it's like, don't but shoot don't the messenger. Shoot right, exactly. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but I do believe that when we transition, even the most difficult or negative of people go through a process of understanding their lives, their actions, their impact in a way that we often don't in life. And so they come through oftentimes with these revelations about what they did to others um, or about uh, what was done to them. And they come through wanting to deliver these messages so that their loved ones can heal because they have had a sense of healing, I believe, on the other side in coming to these understandings. So that's really why it's positive. It's because they've taken these negative things and understood them. Right. But do you ever get, like, maybe a message you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not I'm not giving that message up. You know? Come on. Typically not. Not Ugh. really. I usually, I believe, honestly, that if I'm being told something like a mailman, I have to deliver it. And there's uh-huh. times we've talked about paternity issues to alcoholism to a whole lot on the show. Oh, I remember the alcoholism kid. Yeah. He was so cute. Wait. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was watching. Watching his yep. blue eyes and the perfect teeth, I couldn't I, concentrate. I know. I was like, "You're stupidly hot," and like, I feel sorry for your grandpa and stuff. But yep. I, was 
Is he single? Yes. Oh my god. No, and then I saw him on like the Daily Pop, and I was like, wait, he's just as pretty. It's it was almost. He's almost too pretty. It's it's uncanny. It was, it was distracting. Yes. Like he needs to go and like get some yellow teeth or something. Exactly. Something what was his name? I um, well, I think we're talking about Nico Tortorella. It has to be. It has yeah, to be yeah. Yeah. Because I was just like Mr. Dreamy. Mesmerized. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy! Th- I don't think he goes to my church, unfortunately, and I'm old, but oh. I still think that he he was just beautiful. He was. Um. Do you get any celebrities or or? That are just assholes. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, you do. We're not naming names. I sure. personally would name names, but I know right. you're nicer than me. So, yeah. Tell me, like, there is there ever been anyone like, come on, this you isn't know? real, or are you? I think. I mean, there's definitely been people who've gone into the experience not expecting it to be real. There's right. been people who are like, all right, there's no way this could this possibly possible. I'm going to go and see and check it out. And then people have left with like mind blowing experiences. Uh, Jaleel White this season, Doctor Drew. I mean, all these people went into these experiences not, not expecting thinking. to have not something really. happen. And they did. So, you know, really everyone's been pretty receptive. Even the most skeptical of people have been down to at least hear what I have to say. Right. So that's all I ask. Just be open to hearing what I have to say. I just <laughs> feel like there's always going to be that. Like they – there's – um, well, there's always people out there that are going to be skeptics no sure. matter what. Like for me, I knew – I know – I knew going in, yeah. there is another side. I mean, it would be ridiculous for me to think that there wasn't. Sure. I don't know that I needed confirmation of it right. because once I got it, I was a fucking wreck <laughs> for like three <laughs> weeks. I had to get like a double thing of Xanax in right. my purse. I couldn't, I couldn't leave without it. Yeah. But I feel like I'm glad – now I've calmed down and I'm like at yeah. peace with it all. But I felt like, oh my god, why did I, why did I want to know this? Why did I want to know this? Sure. But and then there's a sense of like peace a couple weeks after. Like, yes. okay, you know what? They're not here to hurt me. Right. And they're just, you know, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And, but no, you have such a sense of calmness and maturity. And you're a kid. How old are you? Well, I'm 21. And thank you. You're a baby. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. I feel feel young. <laughs> you are. I mean, have you had your first drink? Let's be honest. Uh, you know, I did in Australia legally. Oh, I love Australians. Sure they know how to drink. They, they sure do. do. <laughs> I took like a little bit of a sip of champagne. I was out. I was like collapsed on the bed. <laughs> I was done. So that was the extent of my experience. I would think that that might be helpful. Like if – because you know I, you and I talked about mm-hmm. you always have people coming in. And like if you go to a big city like New York, yeah. you can't because there's all of these big tall buildings and right. voices constantly coming at you. Sure. Have some drinks and check <laughs> out. <laughs> Well, it might be different. <laughs> There's, that would be interesting. I think alcohol could probably have an, an effect on my ability. And uh, but I mean, just for the moment, let's yeah. say you want to go out with some friends and not right. be listening to everyone and having everyone come up to you and say, "Hey, yep. uh, like, uh, can you tell me about my dad, dog, or my exactly. aunt?" Or, I mean, that I'd be like, you know what? I could <laughs> if I wasn't drinking because when I drink, my abilities go away. Right. It would turn into an episode of Beverly Hills Housewives <laughs> <laughs> with the yeah. e-cigarette and the right. yeah. I'd I mean, like, yeah. you're a hundred percent right. Right. So but, you don't I want mean, that. No, but. <laughs> I think that it could be – give you like a sense of freedom. I know you said you really right. only have that when you're at the ocean or near yeah. the sea and there's not a lot of noise. It's true. I mean that's a huge burden for a young yeah. person. It can be. But you know, I, I view it as so gratifying in every way that though there are so many unique aspects to how it's changed my life – in the unique aspects that's changed my life in a positive way, like it's incredible. Right. It, the takeaways so are better. more yeah. positive than negative, so you just have to like right. kind of go with it. And are you rich now? Because it seems oh, like you I, should I be. wish, I wish, oh. but you know, I I really am very thankful. I've been able to have a good career, and hopefully, it'll continue. So 
Well, it's I mean, awesome. I don't see it going anywhere. Thank you have you. a long a life. To, well, like, I guess, would you know if yeah. you have a long you know, life I, ahead of you? I may not. I, I oftentimes don't, um, you know, pick up on even things that involve me. There have been instances in the past where I've gotten, like, medical intuition feelings. I knew right. that I was going to have a brain cyst and brain swelling when I was 18. And I had, like, emergency surgery and all of that. You knew but, that, that happened? I did not yeah. know that happened so to you. So that was a whole thing, yeah. When I was very young, I basically knew that I was going to undergo brain surgery. And three weeks before I went into this, like, emergency surgery, I told my mom that I thought my brain was swelling and I ended up being diagnosed with hydrocephalus. It was, like, a total freak thing. I was born with this cyst and went into surgery and was fine. But that was an instance in which I saw something about my own future. But it's usually mostly in health-related matters. Wow. I mean, that's yeah. I mean that's intense. Yeah. I mean, I always think there's something wrong with me. I'm like, oh, God, I got to go to the doctor. Get my doctor. Like, right. You're a little bit of a hypochondriac. You can go home now. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, I was driving in the car with my mom, and I was like, Mom, I think my brain's swelling. And I think she just kind of assumed like, I was oh, being okay, a bit honey. overreactive. Right. You know? Which I think any parent would, even though you know, it was a medium. But did she know at that time that you were? She did. Okay. But, and so after that experience, she was like, okay, note to self. I'm going to take you never seriously. never <laughs> you ever again. <laughs> wow. So now, do you, you, do you get to travel much? I mean. I do. And a lot for the show. I've gone to Nashville. I go to Australia. Australia uh, was London. for the show. Uh, well, actually, that was just for promoting the show. Oh, so, yeah, wow. it's done well in other countries. So yeah, really I good. tell you, world, you're a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, you're so sweet. No, I'm not that nice, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I have my moments. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. Now, as far as having a close, night, like tight group of friends around mm-hmm. you, is that possible at all for you? It is. You know, I find a lot of my work relationships really kind of dictate my life. I, I work so much that it is kind of difficult sometimes to have a social life. Yeah, I can I find imagine. I'm spending so much time connecting in my professional life that when I'm not working, I kind of prefer to just come home and spend Chill. time alone. Or I, with I would, that's how that I would to. probably be like, a, yeah. like all these voices, the ones right in front of you and then the mm-hmm. ones on the other side. I think I would need yeah. – I know I would need to shut down. Right. I mean I was doing a, a television show just recently with yeah. in a house with a bunch of other people and – I couldn't find a room. I was looking for a room because I like my alone, quiet sure. time. I couldn't find a place to sit and have it. Yeah. And I was going batshit crazy. Right. It really takes a toll. It's like, it it's frustrating. And yeah. every room you walk into, someone's having conflict. And I'm like, this is housewives again. <laughs> oh, I can't do this. I was like, I need to find alone space. I oh. have to. I would hide in the bathroom and they right. have to come find me. And I'm like, I'm not going back out there. I'm like, I'm yeah, not doing it's... it. That's their problem, right. not mine. But I mean, for you, I just. I couldn't imagine. And then the friends you do have probably, yeah. I don't know, have you like had known them for a while or is it? It helps. Or it's just my work. best friend I've known since high school. So oh, like, no, you know, good. yeah, he ended up moving to LA. I came from, we both came from a really small town. And so uh, he's been, you know, my best friend for a long time. And it's really helped to have people, I think, in my life, like my mom, like my best friend um, that have been there since the beginning. Right. Because I understand you. Yes. And in such a unfamiliar place like Hollywood, they're really like reminders and semblances of home. And I think yeah. that that's important to kind of have that grounding touch stone to always be able to go back to. So. Now, last time I talked to you, you were still living where your mom was in a small town. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you, yeah. But you're here now? Right. So I moved to Malibu. And oh, I actually, just there all yes, weekend. And I moved her in with me. So, oh, yeah. your mommy? I sure so did. Cute. And my dad. Yeah, I moved oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> him too. I mean, I get it because they're the ones that know you and understand you and you can talk to and don't have to worry about and there's no stress. Right. It's not like, hey, Tyler, what's going on with this? I mean, exactly. I would go, I thought about you driving here. I'm like, this poor guy, like... I would go insane, but you're at the beach now. You're happy place. Yeah, I'm really thankful. And are you loving it? It's the best. I just get to do all my work in the valley, and then I 
for those that don't know the geography of Southern California, I'll work in the valley, and then I just come home and commute about 45 minutes to the middle of nowhere, and it's yeah. just the best way to just relax. The commute is hot. Let's be there, honestly. But see, that's the thing. I don't drive it. Oh, your so mom does, right? That's the thing. That's, I've, oh, I've got a good gig going there because I get chauffeured around. I get to just relax, unwind. And, yeah. We yeah. Li- I live in the valley with my two boys, yeah. and my boyfriend has a house in Malibu, so we were out there all weekend. Right. But it only took us two hours to get there. I mean, it's not that far, but yeah. we're, I was just like, everyone needs to go home. It's a trek. Yeah. It was. But we, I mean, it's so worth it because just to, I mean, there was a bunch yeah. of surfers and they're not bad to look at. <laughs> Those but Those I have a boyfriend. I was just like, we're allowed to look. <laughs> yes. But I was just like, oh, this is very peaceful compared to my two yapping dogs right. and my children who were at their dad. So it's not like I just ditched the kids. Right. He's looking at my producers like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> Um, I'm kidding. But now, as far as, like, the pressure, mm-hmm. and not only do you have to talk to people and, and have somebody come in, mm-hmm. you have to keep up appearances and you have to be entertaining. Like, That's it right. can't be boring. Right. And sometimes I know that you're sitting there you're scribbling. Yeah. And they're like, okay, make sure you're not, not talking, right? Right. They want, they want somebody talking because you need sure. to, like, check out. But, right. I mean – I, I think I would have to have Luzanne. Well, I do have to have Xanax with me at all times anyway, but yeah. I don't know how you do it. It really is a challenge. I mean, a big part of doing a reading is putting expectation to the side because I have to be a clear vessel for information to flow. Right, but I you also have, have a, to be right. entertaining because exactly. you're on TV. Absolutely. So being able to navigate those like that juxtaposition is really challenging. And when I sit down with the clients, why I scribble, yeah. it's almost like my way of saying, all right, I'm not going to focus gonna on anything. I'm going to check out for a second. Exactly. I'm not going to focus on the client's expectation, producer's expectation, anybody's expectation. I'm just going to communicate what I'm seeing, hearing, and feeling. And if it's entertaining, great. If, if it's not, big deal. You yeah, know, they'll my, fix it. They'll right. put some music in, some lighting. <laughs> they'll go back and forth. And I will say the people yeah. that, that you work with, they all loved you. Oh, and so that's thankful. that's a huge thing because yeah. sometimes you're like the, the crew, you're, they're like, he's an asshole. Right, you know? right, right, right. But they are all very protective of you. Yes. And I know my friend Rachel, you met with her after the fact, but she was there and she wanted to meet you so desperately because her dogs had passed. Right. One of her dogs and now both of the dogs. And I, I hear that you've met with her now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so I'm so, so glad I got the opportunity to do that. And yeah. It can sometimes be helpful when clients bring loved ones to watch in the back, but sometimes it can actually be difficult. Sometimes right. the reading will take a, a turn to those people. Other times it can be a interesting thing yeah so, no she was yeah. just like please 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 i'm like well i don't know if you're not allowed to bring anyone or right. not i know my family's going but okay yeah. and then she was very upset but i'm so glad that you got to yes. meet with her because she's a doll and these dogs were her life like Absolutely. her children for so, sure and and now she's got other stuff going on but I mean, she was so she's like how do i get in touch with them i'm like i Aww. don't know <laughs> yeah, i'm so happy we got to do oh it. i'm glad <laughs> too now i know we're, we're not talking love life because we can't <laughs> but let's talk do you see yourself living with your parents for a long, long, long so, yeah. time? We can talk about love life. So okay. I, the situation is, is that I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so I, this boyfriend started off as a client. And he's my age. He's a photographer. And we have a really, really close relationship. So he moved in. We lived together. And I moved my mom and my dad both in with me. Oh, my okay. mom helps cook and clean. My dad helps do the yard work. Nice. Uh, so everybody kind of has their own role. Their role. Yeah. Right. So we are all really like a really tight-knit, happy family. Oh, my parents cute. have such a great relationship with my boyfriend. It's like it's like – they treat him like one of their right. own. Right. Too bad it's not like Mr. Sparkles with the blue right. eyes and the teeth. I know, right? I'm going to go. I was like, <laughs> Nico. Because oh, he definitely does not go to my church. I'm pretty sure he goes to yours. And I was just like, That's holy hilarious. heck. 
like. So, yeah. But, well, living in L.A., right. all the cute boys are gay. Yeah. Every single one. All my guy friends are hot, and they don't go to my church. And all my straight guy friends could really work out. He's straight. Well, you're getting better. My my producer's getting better now that he's getting a divorce. He's a spud. Yeah, I don't know well, what he's cute. About. What's now, going on? Well, he started he's, to like, get tan and dress better because he's getting divorced. He's so. fabulous. Yeah, he's cute-ish. Don't let it go to his head. <laughs> But do a lot of people know? I I've, I've kind of I always know because yeah. I have my gaydar and it is what it is. But right. do a lot of people wonder if you're straight or gay? <laughs> Girl, please, I honey. Know, I don't. It, it doesn't take a psychic. I know. I know see. that. But a lot, but a lot of people ask yeah, me, and I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's good. But no. It's, so how long have you been with your boyfriend? Oh, uh, we've been about eight months now. So yeah. Oh, and you guys are already living together? Yeah, we had a pretty close. We were friends for years before. So you know that I'm an ordained. Ordained minister? Are you? Mm-hmm. Oh my! Oh well, I know who I'm calling in about maybe a right? decade and a half. Really, you <laughs> would like... wait that long, huh? Don't do marriage is. Yes. I'm just saying, marriage is a old-fashioned idea, right? And a lifelong commitment. Even if you get a divorce, it's in your life forever. Well. Absolutely. No, I'm no hurry in that direction. No. I think uh, if someone truly loves you, they'll they'll wait around long enough to. Do that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And and the truth is, we're yeah. constantly changing, and we're not the same people today. Yes, exactly. And that we're going to be in ten years, and maybe we're not going to be in love with the other yes. person, and they're going to change too. Right. You just and never know. I know so, it's yeah. true. But what do. about kitty cats? Kitty cats. Oh, you know, I did have a I had a cat. No, no like kids, like actual oh. kids. I call oh, my, my kids look at that. Kitty That's cats. hilarious. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk <laughs> about my felines. Kids would be interesting. I feel like I would be real curious if I had a biological child, if that child would develop a psychic ability themselves. Yeah. Like, I've always wondered, are they going to have, like, the gene? But <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's true. Yeah. If you think about, like, X-Men and all that stuff. Right, right, right. No, it is. A, it's, such a, it's a superpower, honestly. Yeah. I mean, for me, I've not found anyone in my family immediately that has this ability. So it might not be inherited because yeah. I don't feel like I inherited it from anyone. So. Who knows? But we'll see. Maybe. Now, I told everyone here, I'm like, don't ask him any questions. Yeah. I said, don't please don't talk to him about (laughs) anything about death or dead people. But my question for you is like, like I asked you something mm-hmm. like, oh, would you see me finding love? Like when people ask you about the future, yeah. are you – do you say, listen, I don't predict the future. Like come on. Well, I always tell people, you know, in, in, when it comes to future advice, I believe that in life we head down certain trajectories, certain paths. And I think that an intuitive person can look at you in the present moment and say, hey, based on the path that you're going down, this, is this, this, and this are what you're going to pass down if you keep going down this path. It's right. like little landmarks. <laughs> right. Got but it. Those paths can change. You could change the direction you're going to go. You could change your destination. That's kind of up to you to some extent. But when it comes to love life, for example, you can sometimes get indicators of like, hey, this is an individual. This is maybe an occupation of what they could do. I think in life we have lots of different potential compatible people that we could be with. We don't have one soulmate, right? I totally agree with you. We have so many people that we could be compatible with. So when I focus on someone's love life and I tell them like, hey, based on the trajectory you're going on, you might meet a gym and he might be an engineer and he's going to be an option. But he could be one of many. Right. And it's sometimes just having that heads up of like, oh, okay, this is someone to keep in mind. That gives someone a little bit more confidence in their love life, a little bit more confidence moving forward. But I never want to limit a person's options by saying right. this is your No, future. of course. And I, I was yeah. wondering that. I'm like, how – like right. he, he talks to the other side. How is he going to know right. what is going on, you know, with – yeah. What I'm going to do in five years of my love life. It's, exactly. I, I feel like there's so much expectation put on you. Yes. And it's not fair really. But, that's right. but I mean, listen, the good outweighs the bad. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Now, do you yeah. – what is your – because you seem so together and you're so oh, young. You're sweet. No, no. I, what is your biggest insecurity? You know. Do you think that you might lose this ability ever? I feel like – 
Hmm. You know, that's actually something I don't worry about. If I did, mm-hmm. I, I would probably get a career in motivational speaking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? I can see that because you have that voice. Yeah, because then Tony I would, and, Jr. and I would have all those experiences in medium previously right. to be able to like speak on. So I'm not worried about if it were to ever go away. My biggest insecurity, I'd say probably one-on-one conversations. I'm I'm really? good in in I can sit and stand in front of a crowd of 500 people and do a lecture and be fine but the second i have to talk to someone one-on-one a little social anxiety yeah i get social anxiety so i'm very shy and i wow. think people might find that surprising no no I, yeah. I i kind of got that when i met you the first time yeah but we did have a crew around us and it, or there was this little safety net but right. i could tell you were nervous i mean just i mean obviously because sure. of the fact that you have to now with everyone mm-hmm. produce something and, right. and have something to talk about exactly. and that in itself like i was sweating for you and <laughs> i wore the wrong dress and we were in front of a fireplace between the two of us we were like dripping sweat was i was hilarious. like okay, this is gonna be a hot look they're gonna have to do some major tv magic for you us looked great oh great thanks i didn't and we we would have if they turned the damn fire down next time we'll do a follow-up and we'll be like we're doing it in the arctic <laughs> exactly we'll have our little eskimo things going on exactly. so okay. insecurity wise you don't really have just yeah. just just the one-on-ones pretty much i just say social anxiety yeah. is probably my biggest insecurity well, i mean i used to have that and now yeah. look at me i'm an asshole and i talk to no. anyone that will talk to me <laughs> it's true I, I think with practice it gets easier the more you, you get yeah. comfortable you know around people the easier it gets i'm no. still learning i'm only 21 so yeah I, I don't remind me i already feel like i, I could honestly be your mom which no. i don't it could be want. my sister okay that, big sister because yes. that just makes me feel horribly no. old i don't like it <laughs> so now i'm not going to ask you where in malibu you live but are you finding it to be I feel like it's a little town with rich people. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like when I'm there. Yeah. Like everyone's super normal, but their flip flops cost two thousand dollars. Right, it's a lot <laughs> of senior citizens. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, okay, all right. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of money these people have in their like total granola. Right. And I like it, but I also like my makeup and my heels and yeah. all that good fun stuff. But I don't think I could personally live in Malibu. But I also don't need the the and the, right. the, to stop the chaos. For sure. Um, what's your schedule like for the e-show? Uh, well, typically in a week, we'll film about four to five readings. So it, it can be. Just because readings, as you saw, can sometimes go for two hours. I think the longest we did was like six hours, four to six hours. Um, wow. So it can really vary, and that can be a little draining. But for the most part, it actually is nice to get a momentum going. I find the hardest reading to do is always the first reading of the week. Like when you when you have a break yes. and you have to get back into it. Right. So once I do the first one, second one, third one, I'm ready to do about 20 million more. But it's just getting back into it right. after having done it for a while can be a little nerve-wracking. Now, does your boyfriend travel with you? He does. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's so you guys can kind of travel the world together. Right. And we have. Yeah. Oh, that's Thankful. amazing. I'm yeah. a little jealous. I need, give me some power so <laughs> I can travel around. With my boyfriend, that would be awesome. Like, great, I would love to. Do you go? So, did you guys, besides the little sip of champagne, did yeah. you do any partying in Australia? Because that's None. that's my place. You know, I'd love to. Go. Australia is one of my favorite places in the whole world. Amazing people, it's everyone's happy, so clean, everyone's they're attractive. Like, yes, and they're like positive and funny, and yes. they all like start drinking at two p.m. Yes, it's just it's, it's day drinking, and they make me feel like I don't drink that much. I'm like, oh, this right. is great. It's <laughs> amazing here, and all the guys yes. are ridiculous. They yeah. have like the man bun. They're so hot right. it's 
Really, like everywhere you go. Yes, it's just like Fabio. Exactly. Like I was like, oh, well, I wouldn't say Fabio. That's true. He's a little older. <laughs> yeah. <now>, but. <laughs> but like, like the Liam brothers, the Hemsworths. I yes. was like, okay, one, two. My, I went with my married girlfriend for. I took her for her birthday. Yeah. And at the time, I had a boyfriend, so I had to behave. But it was very difficult. I won't tell you. <laughs> I was like, but I didn't. Uh, this is like the best kept secret. No one told me. Everyone was hot here, and yeah. no one wears a shirt ever. It's because they're so far away. It's I like know. it's like the world's best kept secret. It it's really is. Now, old... now we've blown in. I know. Gonna go there and get all the hot guys. I'll, we'll go to New Zealand. They have some. I've heard that too, and they have good wine. They do. I'll introduce you to a little wine. They have a lot of sheep fine. there too. All right. Yes. <laughs> <Sheep>. <laughs> well, we don't need any more followers. I'm kidding. That's not a word. I'm joking. Um, so you're on basically every month. There's like yeah. it's a new like little season. Right. I, I mean, it's like nonstop. So yeah, we are in our second season now, and um, basically, yeah, we we run once a week every how Wednesday. Many, how many episodes? No, I don't know exactly how many. I think we had 22. Um, so That's it was a, lot. It was a pretty big pickup, but yeah, usually an episode will have three to four people per per episode. Wow, yeah. and that's crazy because generally, like for a mm-hmm. show, they will do eight episodes, right? And to have 22 where you're having multiple people, you need to get a raise. Is what I'm, <laughs> is so what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> It, it just asks for more money because what are they going to say? No. And they're like, okay, find somebody that does what I do and looks like me. I'm so thankful. You're, so no, you're thankful. an anomaly. So you need to get some more cash. You're precious. Oh, that's oh, so sweet. I love that's, it. No, but I'm being serious. Well, you got to know your worth, kid. Oh, yeah. Don't look back in 10 years and be like, I should have listened to that chick. <laughs> I love it. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So what? Like, so this is this is your life. This is what you're going to be mm-hmm. doing, and you're gonna are you you're doing motivational speeching? So speeching, actually, speeching, speeching. Good old speeching. <laughs> that good old speeching you yep. do. Well, I actually have been doing some recent recent speaking engagements. Uh, one was recently in Connecticut, and it was basically an hour long discussion about how the dead can teach us about what it means to be alive, and basically the idea that you know, these people live 60, 70, 80 years. They have these revelations about their lives that they can really teach us about how to embrace our lives in the here and the now. By being present, by being forgiving, by being compassionate. So that's been a really interesting kind of direction my career has gone in in lectures and talking to people. Even outside of readings, I think that uh, there's still a lot of comfort that can be given by kind of helping use examples from previous readings and, and really give yeah, people that Yeah, that just comfort. freaked me out a little. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm very sensitive. I'm a sensitive little soul over yeah. here. Uh, it, we had some amazing moments, and yes. it was so amazing. And my family cannot wait to watch oh, it. Oh, I can't well. wait. Tell them hello for me. I'll, right. I'll reach out to you on Twitter when they Yes, there, please so. do. And <laughs> also, um, well, I'll be – I'll be, I won't be in the country, and oh, I won't no be able to talk to you. All good. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'll tell you in a minute why it's not going to be good. Oh, oh um, we'll get in touch, and yes. we'll not talk about dead people. I we'll love just do it. other things. Exactly. Sounds good. A little good. champagne. Just a little. <laughs> yes. Champagne little and Malibu. Prosecco. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tyler. Thank You're you. a doll. Oh, likewise. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> Me too. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.